This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. It's unbelievable but true. I hope you'll listen to the fullness of today's program as we continue to report to you and for your future, for your health, for that of your family, for that of your loved ones, and actually for the future of our country, the statistics and facts that are now coming out. You need to hunt, you need to understand them and you need to know them and you need to do your best to analyze the fullness of what is coming forth concerning the COVID issue and the purported vaccines. And so I hope that you'll stay tuned. I'm Chuck Chris Myers conversation with ever increasing conviction talk that transforms. And I want to give you just an initial overview, very quick overview. And then we're going to go through and analyze these uh, reports. First, from the UK, government data, significantly higher death rate for the vaccinated over the unvaccinated. That report came out November 22nd, 2021. From Australia, Australia has recorded 11 times more deaths in eight months following COVID-19 vaccination than it has deaths following every other vaccine combined in over 50 years. From the FDA files in the U.S., 26,000 nervous system disorders from Pfizer vaccine in just the first two and a half months. A research game changer. That's the headline. Spike protein increases heart attacks and destroys the immune system, including your immune system. And on and on it goes. Official data confirms fully vaccinated account for nine out of every 10 COVID-19 deaths since August. And on and on and on it goes so that the vaccine inventor said that what is happening concerning the policies related to COVID and the so-called vaccines is fundamentally evil fundamentally evil. Now, does that not get your attention yet? Perhaps it should, and it will, because we have not finished with the disclosure of these items here today on Viewpoint. Our purpose is not to denigrate the hope for health. We all want to be healthy. We all realize that in a fallen world, sickness and disease are part of it. And... We don't expect that we're going to sit around and just casually submit ourselves to the onslaught of disease. On the other hand, we don't expect to set up situations that actually increase through the law of unintended consequences, the fallout from our efforts to try to war against disease that actually end up becoming worse than the disease itself. And so we want to take a look at that for weeks now. In fact, months, about once a week, we've been presenting information 
advancing information, understanding, revelation, and so on with regard to the matter of COVID and the vaccines. The problem is not with COVID per se. COVID is a virus. There are many viruses, millions of viruses, I'm told, in the world. The problem is not with the virus. The problem is with how we're responding to the virus. Were people getting very sick? Yes. Were some people dying? Yes. No question about it. Do people get very sick sometimes from the flu? Yes. Do people die from the flu? Yes. But we don't go about trying to create situations that are more vicious against our systems than the underlying problem they supposedly correct. And therein lies the problem, at least one of the problems. That's the threshold problem. Then we have the motivational problem. Why? Why is it that government sticks its hand and its head in its in every aspect of American life increasingly and is seeking to control not only in this country now but all over the world the movements, the decisions, the lives and hopes of citizens worldwide. What's going on here? Is there a bigger picture than just trying to deal with a virus? I believe there is. We've talked about that many, many times here on Viewpoint. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's reality. Just look at what our governments are trying to do. Just look what they're doing in Australia and in New Zealand. Just look what they're doing in every single aspect of the world. Seeking to crack down and take absolute dominion, unfettered dominion over the lives of the people of the planet. But for what reason? Is it just with regard to trying to prevent and uh, get a handle on a virus? I don't think so. There's a much, much bigger picture that's involved here. And if you do not understand that and are unwilling to understand it, even with increasing evidence to the contrary, then, well, there's no, you, you can't be reasoned with with regard to it. There's no willingness to understand. On the other hand, even from a biblical perspective, we know that in the times immediately preceding the second coming of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, that there are going to be not only wars and rumors of wars, but pestilences and so on, and there is going to be a what would appear to be described as a one-world beast government. You can read about that in the book of Daniel. You can also read about that in the book of Revelation, chapters 13 and 14 in particular. We know that there is a beast government. There is a final government that will rule the world. The prophet Daniel had a vision. And in that vision, he saw four uh, different powers or governments that would rule the world, starting with Babylon as the golden head, and then moving forward with the Medo-Persian Empire, and then the Grecian Empire, and then finally the Roman Empire. And there were none others. There were no other empires, just four. And the final one was different than all the others. It was diverse, the prophet Daniel said. Well, 
the Roman Empire was very diverse from all the others. It was the empire that was in power in the days of the birth of Jesus Christ. It was will be the power that will be in power on the coming, the second coming of Jesus Christ. You say, well, how so? The Roman Empire de- deceased and desisted, didn't it? No, not really. Actually, the Roman Empire is manifested, the resurrected Roman Empire is manifested in the entire Western world. Not only is the the Roman Empire manifested in the entire Western world governmentally, but it's also manifested in a quasi-religious mode through the Vatican, which inherited all of ancient Rome. We'll be back. That's the context. Now we look at the details. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Why has Twitter flagged a heart group's so-called unsafe data linking vaccines and inflammation? Why would censors with Twitter warn users that the American Heart Association website may contain unsafe information due to a recent study? And what is that recent study? Well, the recent study from the American Heart Association Journal, linked the mRNA COVID-19 vaccines to markers associated with heart inflammation. They said, with the advent of the mRNA COVID-19 vaccines by Moderna and Pfizer, dramatic changes in the PULS score used by uh, cardiologists became apparent in most patients. What became uh, apparent? The advent of the mRNA COVID-19 vaccines resulted in a dramatic change in the PULS score that became apparent in most patients, said the study. We conclude that the mRNA vax dramatically increased inflammation on the endothelium and T-cell infiltration of cardiac muscle, and may account for the observations of increased thrombosis, cardiomyopathy, and other vascular events following vaccination. It was cardiomyopathy, by the way. When attempting to visit the abstract on the American Health Association website, Twitter now flags the content as unsafe as if it were misleading content. Now, why would the American Heart Association that wants to prevent heart attacks and that has been trusted and media has raised money to support the work of the American Heart Association, why would they be delivering a message and information that would be fundamentally unsafe to the American people? 
They have no motivation to do that. No. On the contrary, it is Twitter that has reasons to prevent the information from getting to the American people because Twitter and Facebook are up to their eyeballs in cahoots with the Biden administration, with globalism, with the desire for a new global world order. And they know that COVID is being used and manipulated in order to achieve absolute unfettered governmental control. And information that would tend to go against that and say that somehow this government control that is being superimposed upon the people, not only in America, but around the world, is not really effective. That the so-called vaccines are not really effective. In fact, may actually be causing much more problem than the virus itself. They don't want that information out there because it goes against their secondary agenda, which may for them be the primary agenda, and that is ushering in a new global world order. It seems to me that for Twitter to try to prevent and warn people from receiving that kind of information from a significant study that the American Heart Association is trying to uh, warn people about is actually tantamount to wickedness. They're not interested. That is, Twitter is not interested in your health. They're interested in a much, much bigger picture, and you are merely the pawn in that greater effort for a new world order. The U.K. government, coming from the World Tribune, The U.K. government data now says that there's a significantly higher death rate for the vaccinated over the unvaccinated. This is contrary, of course, to what you're being told by Dr. Fauci, by uh, the Reverend Dr. M.D. Go Brandon Biden. Individuals who have received the COVID vaccine are dying at a higher rate than those who haven't gotten the jab, according to a study out of the United Kingdom. Based on Office of National Statistics data in the UK, the study found that individuals under the age of 60 who have received the COVID jab are twice as likely to die than the unvaxxed. Did you hear that? Twice as likely to die than the unvaxxed. The study looked at deaths from all causes. The trend has been going on for six months, said the study. Quote, overall deaths in Britain are running well above normal, said an independent journalist, Alex Berenson. He said, I don't know how to explain this other than vaccine-caused mortality. In a new study out of Germany, they also found that the higher the vaccine rate, the higher the excess mortality. Physicist Dr. U.T. Bergner commissioned two statisticians to investigate whether there was a connection between the vaccination rate and excess mortality in Germany's 16 federal states. Excess mortality could be found in all 16 of Germany's states. And the higher the vaccination rate, the higher was the excess mortality. 
The analysis said that, quote, the most direct explanation is complete vaccination increases the likelihood of death. Now, why might that be? I want that question to be lurking in your mind and heart. You see, we need to be willing to ask reasonable questions. If this is what the studies are finding, which, by the way, are contrary to the push for a new global order and massive government control, it should cause us to seriously, seriously ask, what is going on here? Why are we not hearing this from those who have the bully pulpit to tell us what to do, like Dr. Fauci? Then, this report, Australia has recorded 11 times more deaths in eight months following COVID-19 vaccination than it has deaths following every other vaccine combined in over 50 years. So serious questions have been raised as to why medicine regulators have not pulled the COVID-19 vaccines from distribution to the general public after data on the Australian government site reveal that there have been 11 times as many deaths reported as adverse reactions to COVID-19 vaccines over a period of eight months than deaths reported as adverse reactions to every other available vaccine combined over a period of 50 years. Something is going on, wouldn't you say? The FDA filed 26,000 nervous system disorders from the Pfizer vaccine in just the first two and a half months. What's going on here? Why are the powers that be, including our political leaders, including our president, not asking these questions? The reason, friends, what you have to interpret is they don't want to. They have other reasons. They're not really concerned about your health. What they're concerned about is seizing this moment as the head founder of the World Economic Forum declared a few months ago, we must not let this moment go without seizing it in order to use the COVID issue to drive the new world order. This is our opportunity, and we must accomplish it before 2030. Are you listening? Then, Dr. Michael Palmer, speaking on the mRNA vaccine, says this is really a technology designed to poison people. There are no two ways about it. He was questioned. Does this COVID-19 vaccine cause heart attacks? His answer, it does, and researchers are closer to understanding the mechanism that triggers those events. Question, how can I be sure you're telling the truth? His answer, well, for starters, there's a research paper that appeared recently in the prestigious circulation magazine that draws the same conclusion. And here's an excerpt. Quote, we conclude that the mRNA vax dramatically increase inflammation on the endothelium layer of cells lining the blood vessels and T-cell infiltration of cardiac muscle and may account for the observations of increased thrombosis, that is, clotting, cardiomyopathy, and other vascular events following vaccination. I'm not making this up, friends. 
this information is available, but it's being rejected by our president, Dr. Fauci, the CDC, because they are all in cahoots for a greater purpose from their viewpoint. And that is to seize this opportunity to gain complete control over the American people through fear. This report goes on, came out December 1st, about the spike protein increasing heart attacks and destroying the immune system. It goes on to say, this is actually quite rare for researchers to be so blunt in their analysis, but there there it is in black and white. So how has this reporter, Alex Berenson, summed it up? He said a new study of 566 patients who received either the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine shows that signs of cardiovascular damage soaring through the shots. The risk of heart attacks on other severe coronary problems more than doubled months after the vaccines were administered based on changes in markers of inflammation and other cell damage. Doubled? Yeah, the risk of heart attacks more than doubled after the so-called vaccination, which is, by the way, not a vaccination. By definition, is not a vaccination. And every doctor really knows that. A vaccination is designed, again, we tell you, designed to do two things. Number one, to prevent you from contracting the virus. Not getting sick from the virus, protect you from contracting the virus. In other words, to be immunized against it. These so-called vaccines do not do that. In fact, it's obvious they do not do that. Because the very first person to introduce the new variant to the United States of America, the Omicron, had been fully vaccinated. Second thing, a true vaccination must prevent the spread of the virus. These so-called Pfizer and Moderna and J&J jabs do not prevent the spread of the virus. So they accomplish neither of the fundamental purposes for a true vaccine. Their only purpose was to diminish the severity of the symptoms if and when you got the virus. But what happens if in the injection of the jabs, the mRNA jabs, and the spike protein, what happens if actually they are resulting in unintended consequences, that is, giving them the benefit of the doubt, unintended consequences that result in the creation of more severe problems, like heart attacks. Now what? So it's no wonder that cardiologist Dr. Asim Malhotra said in a recent interview, we now have evidence of a plausible biological mechanism of how mRNA vaccine may be contributing to increased cardiac events. 
The abstract of this study is published in the highest impact cardiology journal, so we must take these findings seriously. So, when asked what could be drawn from this new research, what science is actually telling us, the response was this. It's telling us that the vaccine can reduce the flow of blood to the heart, damage heart tissue, and greatly increase the risk of a heart attack. The authors were telling readers point blank that the vaccine can either kill or severely injure them. Are you listening yet? We'll be right back after this, friends. Viewpoint determines destiny, and your viewpoint concerning this is determining destiny and may well determine your destiny, the the destiny of those you love, including your kids. We'll be back. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, SaveUS.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, SaveUS.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived. Save America Ministries website at SaveUS.org. The story continues, my friends. The story revealing the serious, painfully serious, consequences of these so-called COVID vaccines, which are not vaccines, they're jabs, mRNA, spike protein jabs that are designed, shall we put it in layman's terms, designed really to create a substitute immune system, an alternative immune system to your own that God gave you, and to replace it with an artificial immune system that not only will fight immediately against this particular virus or its symptoms, but will continue to multiply in your body and completely take over your own immune system, rendering you now susceptible to further viruses and other problems, medical problems coming down the pike, that you were not yet expecting, but your immune system would have protected you from, but now will be unable to do so because this new artificial immune system will not be prepared to respond. It's only prepared to respond to the precise COVID issue, and even then only to prevent you from becoming extremely sick. The problem is that it may be presenting a preventing many people from getting the unusually uh, serious symptoms at the front end, but is actually creating long-term symptoms 
and symptoms on the back end, i.e. extreme heart problems that the people never had and now are succumbing to. Am I making any sense? This report then came. Official data now confirms fully vaccinated account for nine out of every ten COVID-19 deaths in August, since August. And it came out, the latest official data coming from public health services in Scotland. So this is a new one. It reveals that nine out of ten deaths that have been attributed to the invisible COVID-19 since August have occurred in those who are said to be fully vaccinated. Notice, it's not preventing death. It actually, in many respects, is creating death. But it's not being reported that way in most circles Dr. Fauci-type circles or CDC circles because they have a different agenda. Their agenda is not primarily your health. It is carrying on a much bigger and nefarious agenda to cause every man, woman, and child and all of our institutions and businesses, including our military, to submit to absolute tyrannical governmental control. Now, lest you should think that I'm making this up, consider this. The vaccine inventor, Dr. Robert Malone, an immunologist and virologist who researched the use of messenger RNA in vaccines at the Salk Institute back in the 1980s, He's the one that actually revealed what this mRNA was capable of doing. And he said, look, we don't know the future of this, and it's dangerous. So here's what he said. This is the headline. Vaccine inventor warns the future of global totalitarianism is here. Are you listening again? He's a doctor. He's interested in people's health. He's not tied into the political machinations of all of this. He sees through the political machinations. He said what's going on is madness. It's been overtaken by a kind of psychosis and hypnosis by government. Dr. Robert Malone, in another article, has just come out. This was published December 2nd. Vaccine inventor, COVID policies harming children, they're fundamentally evil. He explained why he opposes universal vaccination for the COVID-19 virus and why he's been willing to risk his his reputation that he's cultivated over three decades and weather the scorn of the government and healthcare establishment. In other words, he's willing to stand alone, if necessary, to tell the truth. 
He cited the evidence for his concerns about the vaccines, the mandates and policies he believes are causing serious harm, particularly to children. Malone said the reason he's speaking out, in spite of the considerable personal risks, is simple. He said, I'm bloody well pissed off. It's not right. It's not fair. It's hurting people. It's breaking the rules left and right. People are lying continuously. They're manipulating the data, he said. It's shocking. He believes the consequences will be fundamental with a damaged hospital and medical care delivery system and loss of faith in government itself, causing damage that is deep and profound and will last for decades, he said. Evil, he said, can sometimes be intentional and sometimes it's unintentional, but right now what we're seeing happening with our children is fundamentally evil, he said. He also explained that he didn't really invent the MRNA, but he did invent the idea of using the mRNA as a drug, along with a whole suite of technologies that enables that demonstrating the proper structure of the MRA, the method of production, the purification, the assembly of all the parts. And he had the brainstorm, he said, that it had become a new pathway for producing biomolecules and be used as a gene therapy for vaccination. So... What really is happening here, friends, this is not a vaccination. It is gene therapy. In other words, it's changing your genes. As a 30-year veteran of vaccine development, Dr. Malone decried the things that Pfizer is getting away with, the data manipulation, the flat-out fraudulence in some of the clinical trial data, he said. If I pulled those tricks, I would be barred from clinical research in the future, he said. He called the COVID-19 vaccine rollout the largest experiment being done on human beings, and it's being done in a haphazard way that is violating all the norms for how clinical research and regulatory affairs are supposed to be managed. He went on to talk about a roundtable discussion that he was involved in in Lisbon, Portugal, with about 50 thought leaders, that is, politicians, medical professionals, and journalists uh, from around the world. One of the participants asked Dr. Malone during the Q&A session, Dr. Malone, we've always believed that the CDC and the FDA in America were the gold standard worldwide for health and pharmaceutical regulation. But what we've learned through this is that they are corrupt and we can no longer rely upon them. Did you hear that? The world is seeing that our institutions are corrupt. They cannot be trusted. Malone said that statement hit me like a brick in the head. He said, what we've done is compromise the world's belief in the integrity of the American system for regulating drugs and biologics. People's trust, the public trust in the U.S. has been deeply, deeply damaged. He said, well, that's a secondary damage to the damage it's doing to people's health that is taking this nefarious jab. Because they're being either driven by fear or by a kind of threatened force. Now we're going to take a look at what that looks like now. Again, you're listening to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. It's conversation as always with ever-increasing conviction, talk that transforms, and we do not I do not, I refuse to come before you as a trial lawyer demanding evidence for a case. I refuse to come before you with hearsay. 
I'm presenting to you the closest thing that I can to the actual on-the-mic testimony from these individuals and the documents that have been produced. We're not here to play games. Now, what happens when the Defense Secretary Austin, Lloyd Austin, now is moving full throttle on demanding that shots be put in the arms of all U.S. military personnel. In a memo signed Tuesday, Austin ordered all National Guard and Reserve members to get the COVID jab or be barred from training and from being paid. He said there will be no credit or excused absence. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt responded, it is irresponsible for the federal government to place mandatory vaccine obligations on Oklahoma National Guardsmen, which could potentially limit the number of individuals that I can call upon to assist the state in an emergency. This mandate violates the personal freedoms of Oklahomans, and it asks them to potentially sacrifice their personal freedom and health in order to not lose their jobs. All of our National Guardsmen take this calling very seriously. They're patriotic citizens who are willing to put their lives on the line to protect others in our community during times of greatest need. The force or threat of force is growing. An MSNBC show host, Jim Cramer, been on there for years, with his financial program, carried on a rant this last week. It's called on the U.S. military to administer forced COVID-19 vaccinations to everyone. Forced vaccinations by the military on every person in the United States. Are you listening yet? We'll be right back. Oh, we have much more. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. Again, I welcome you back to Viewpoint. We're talking today about the COVID issue and uh, not spending much time with Omicron because it's relatively insignificant. It's being made to appear significant 
because how of how it can be used to advance the cause of further government control. That's its only reason. It's interesting, an inconvenient truth, that the vaccinated person, it was a vaccinated person who brought the Omicron variant to America from South Africa. That person had received two doses of Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine, yet he still got Omicron. The doctors in South Africa and other nations in Africa are furious. They are up in arms with Western doctors, and particularly the CDC. Dr. Fauci, Australia, New Zealand, and some portions of Europe. Why are they so up in arms with them? Because those doctors who saw and identified for the first time this Omicron virus, uh, vaccine, or virus rather, a variant, realized that the symptoms of it, while somewhat different, were not very severe and were not worthy of being touted into another massive lockdown for increased government control in the Western world. They're furious, and rightly so. But it makes no difference to Dr. Fauci or the CDC or those in New Zealand, Australia, and in many countries in Europe because they are all part of the drive for a new global world order, which the Africans are not. Are you listening? Thus, the viewpoints are dramatically different. The doctors in Africa are concerned about the health of the people. The doctors in the Western world are concerned about control of the people. Sorry to have to put it so bluntly. It doesn't mean that every doctor in the Western world is not concerned about the health, but most doctors have bought into the propaganda. It's not science. It's propaganda coming from Dr. Fauci and the uh, CDC, and they just tout it like parrots. They don't think for themselves, and they're afraid themselves to tell the truth. They're afraid to reason because of how it might affect their medical practice. Now, what's happened in our military? Several reports. Unvaccinated Marines and Navy now total 19,000. The number of vaccine holdouts in active-duty Marines and Navy sailors is now estimated at 19,000, more than double the original count by the services. Yet they were ordered to be vaccinated before November 28th. 
Apparently, we have some sailors and Marines who are not impressed with the nefarious orders coming from Defense Secretary Austin or their various commanders when they're intending to threaten their own health. And they can read. And they can hear. In addition, there were more than 8,000 in the Air Force refusing to be vaccinated. And the deadline for Army vaccination is December 15th. And about 19,000 soldiers, or 4% of the Army, have not received any shot. In other words, our entire ability to protect ourselves against enemies, foreign and domestic, other than COVID-19, is being seriously compromised. But for what reason? only to be able to use it for absolute totalitarian control. To violate the very freedoms that these military commanders have sworn to protect. Oh, but they have a bigger agenda now. A much bigger agenda. Globalism. They want to merge the United States with a one-world order for the ultimate salvation of the earth. And then, here comes the federal vaccination database. Eighty Republicans voted for immunization immunization infrastructure. This came out yesterday. A Democratic proposal to use $400 million in taxpayer money to fund a system that tracks who has and has not received vaccinations was supported by 80 House Republicans. It's called the Immunization Infrastructure Modernization Act, and it was passed by the House on Tuesday. If passed by the Senate and signed into law, it would would fund a federal vaccination database. This is about absolute government control. Illinois Republican Representative Mary Miller, one of the 130 Republicans who voted against what critics say is an eerily Orwellian system, said that the legislation would enable the federal government to track unvaccinated Americans who will be targeted and forced to comply with Biden's crazy global vaccination vision. Notice she said, global vaccination vision. That, my friends, is the vision of Bill and Melinda Gates. We'll see that in just a moment. This bill would allow the government to collect, study, and share your private health data. There are endless ways the government could potentially use that information against you purposefully and accidentally. And now, Maybe you should be sitting down right now. This came today. Introducing subcutaneous vaccine passports. Paper vaccination records could be replaced by quantum dots and just as easily scanned. Medical information could be stored under the skin with the help of microneedles. Not chips, microneedles. The vaccination certificate of the future will get under your skin, 
According to researchers at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, a color pattern with a vaccination dose is injected into the skin, not visible to the naked eye, and the color contains quantum dots no longer than a few nanometers. In other words, virtually invisible. The research was funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Friends, this is directly related to the patent application made by Bill Gates and Microsoft on March 20th, 2020. It is talking not only about vaccines, but also about absolute, complete control of all finances, yours, every individual on the planet, and moving from a cash society to a total digital society that will be run and followed for every human being by this very kind of a subcutaneous multi-quantum dot uh, device, virtually invisible, that will be placed on your hand. Kevin McHugh, a member of the team, explained that the technique enabled the rapid inspection of vaccination history. Well, that's the rationale for it. But how will it really be used ultimately? I suggest that perhaps you go back and try to find some of the programs we've done in the past like even last year, concerning the Bill Gates and Microsoft patent application and its purpose. Or do your own research. Some might be, perhaps, called upon in this day and age of deception to begin to check some things out for themselves. But here's the point. And if you have not seen this yet, if you do not understand or comprehend it yet, if you have not yet connected the dots, not the nano dots, but the dots of history and prophecy and what is really taking place, you might want to consider going back and reading the book of Revelation, chapter 13. I'm serious. Most people know about the nefarious mark of the beast, a beast empire that will rise with a false prophet that will promote a mark that would be required on the right hand or forehead of every human being on the planet in order to secure the protection and provision of the new world government. Of course, we'll be ruled by a counterfeit messiah. A counterfeit Messiah who actually may help the Jewish people rebuild their temple and thereby deceive them into thinking he is the Messiah. We're living in some extremely deceptive times. That's why I'm writing a book right now, nearly in completion, called Messiah, Unveiling the Mystery of the Ages. To help people understand 
the competing forces out there that are deceiving untold billions of people so that they will not receive the salvation of the true Messiah. But before the true Messiah comes, a counterfeit will come. He is called usually the Antichrist, the counterfeit Christ, the imposter, and he is coming. And he will devise a system and is in the process that system is being devised as we speak. We're talking about it right now here on this program. And that system will be used for the purpose of accomplishing two things. Number one is the ability to gain the total commitment and allegiance of every human being on the planet, particularly in the Western world. Through a mark, the receiving of a mark that will prove your trust in this world government and his and its false messiah. The second purpose is to promise you that as you pledge your allegiance and submission to that world government, you will receive all of its promises to protect and provide and meet your needs, provide bread on your table, gas for your vehicle, and all the things that you need as a substitute God. That's what's happening. That's what's being prepared. Now, if you want to know more about that whole picture, you might want to get a copy of my book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter. Antichrist, how to identify the coming imposter. $22 on our website, friends. $22 on our website, saveus.org. Saveus.org. Or give us a call, 1-800-SAVE-USA, or write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. Writing a check at $5 for postage handling. Let's prepare, my dear friends. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church, declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home. 